The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Okay, something's not right here. Why's that? What? Your voice is much deeper this week, Liz. Oh, well, you know. You have operations, you, you live in New York, things, it's just safer to be a man sometimes. Or you live in Texas and you're a fill-in. Uh, t- <laughs> I guess there's that too. <laughs> or if you listened to 205 last week, you would probably recognize my voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is, he is our producer these days. Unfortunately, as mentioned, oh, by the way, welcome everybody to the d- 205, god dang <laughs> You're just killing it. Welcome to the 205 Live review here on Wrestling to the Max. I meant to do Wrestling to the Max 205 UK Live, Governor, and butchered it all to hell. Stop. Rewind. Welcome to the 205 UK Live Wrestling to the Max review, Governors. That doesn't have the same effect. No, it doesn't, but you tried hard and that's what counts. We're keeping just this, re- by the way. Just, just, re- <laughs> just, remember, just remember to make it a win. Good lucha things and whatnot. Indeed. Good lucha matches, maybe. Kind maybe. Of, sort of. Um, eh, it wasn't bad. Okay, so let's go ahead and introduce ourselves here real quickly. I'm Harry Broderst, of course, bumbling and butchering my way through yet another episode here on the Wrestling to the Max Network. Bravo me. That voice that you are hearing is obviously not Liz Puglisi. Liz had a family situation this week. She hopes to be back with you guys next week. I hope she's back too, because frankly, I sound like less of an idiot when she's around. Joining me instead, Wrestling to the Max's own Paul Leeser. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus, could I have screwed that up any worse? Oh, All right. you probably could have. Don't tempt me. I might still before the end of tonight. <laughs> and as mentioned, this is the 205 Live UK edition here. And by UK edition, I mean four-fifths of the roster is not 205 Live regulars. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe not four-fifths. Maybe three-fifths. I don't think Either you're way. listening for math. No, they're definitely not listening for the math. What they are listening for is to listen to us talk about the matches here. So we start with a UK exclusive, and hopefully it stays there, the Zo Show. In-ring interview segment for Enzo Amore, because that promo on Raw went so freaking well. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're reading my mind. That being said, the Zo Show tonight was a little bit better, but that's because there were special guests who actually mattered on this particular episode of the Zo Show. Jordan Devlin, Mark Andrews, oh wait, there's an S, Andrews, Tyler Bate, James Drake, I forget who the one in between Drake and uh, Devlin was. Uh, Tucker. Tucker, yeah. Yeah. From the UKCT. And though we didn't actually get to introduce him, Joseph Connors was there as well. We'll talk about him and his ear a little bit later on in the show. True. Enzo's trying to find UK members for the Zoe train because apparently Arya, Gulak, Tony Nice, and I'm blanking on the fourth, don't get paid enough to make the trip overseas. <laughs> Enzo's bank account is big, it's just not that big. I guess so. <laughs> I, I, 
I wonder if this is what they mean by creative has nothing for it. Never mind. Moving on. So Enzo decides to, after first cutting a quick promo against Manchester himself, decides to introduce everybody individually, getting up to Tyler Bate, who gets the Tyler Bate, Tyler, Tyler Bate chant. Good for him. Dude's over. Awesome. Not as over as Pete Dunn was the night before, but still over. I, I mean, I don't know if many people are, are as over as Pete Dunn in the UK right now. I don't know if many people are as over with the WWE audience as Pete Dunn is right now, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there that he was not on this episode, though he should have been. Anywho. Yeah. Enzo gets to Tyler Bate, and Tyler Bate gets disrespectful with Enzo, as to be expected. Enzo gets disrespectful back, and Tyler clocks him a good one. I believe he calls it bop and bang. Also, thank you, Tyler Chance, which uh, is always the sentiment when Enzo gets punched in the face. Yes, anybody who punches Enzo in the face is a babyface, no matter where he goes. Yep. Not that Tyler wasn't already a babyface. Not to mention the dude is like 10 years younger than me. That's just disgusting. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. yeah. You ever, <laughs> you ever want to realize you've done nothing with your life? Take a look at the fact that you're 32 years old... And a guy on worldwide television is a decade younger than you are. Mm-hmm. Bite me, Tyler. Anywho. <laughs> it is announced for later in the show that we will get Enzo Amore versus Tyler Bate one-on-one. Because Enzo Amore versus UK talent worked out so well for Enzo on Raw as he met his better end. <clears throat> uh, I see what you did there. I see what I did there as well. Instead, though, we open the show with Kalisto taking on the gentleman, Jack Gallagher. You know, I always find Nigel's pronunciation of Gallagher's last name hilarious. And it's because of the, it's because of the accent. Yeah. He can't say Gallagher. He always calls him Jack Gallagher. I, I mean, when you're so English, it hurts. Uh. <laughs> Quite literally, when you're the Ring of Honor champion. True. Very true. Mm. Um, man, the match it's the match itself was actually pretty good in my opinion. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. I think that I think that Gallagher has potential, but I think that the pairing with Kendrick isn't doing him any favors. He needed the change in persona because I feel like the two hundred five live division is very top heavy when it comes to baby faces. Mm-hmm. Kalisto, Rich Swan, Cedric Alexander, um. Neville with what the plan was before Neville decided to take his ball and go home Steve Austin style. Right. So he needed the change in character because there were so many baby faces too higher up than him on the card right now that this gave him a fresh lease on life. But at the same time, though, I feel like Gallagher being paired with Brian Kendrick isn't doing him any favors because it isn't allowing him to show the personality that he did in both this particular match here, as well as the promo that he cut run, running down his hometown Manchester fans. And by the way, good on him for running down that awful city. Uh, I, I might not be a Man U fan, but I do dig Man City, so uh, watch Man. it. Um. <laughs> uh, I mean, if it's in it. If it's any consolation, I don't hate Man City as much as I hate Man U. Oh, that's good news. That's good news. Fair. Uh, for let's let's rewind a bit. That Enzo promo at the beginning had the all the same problems he had on Raw, where if you're not scripting him, which I'm assuming they aren't now, uh, he just rambles and he rambles and he rambles, and then he finally gets to the point, and then he rambles some more, and then it goes home. Duh. No. Stop. It's boring. It's put me to sleep twice before. It's made me miss shows on the network. 
bad Enzo. Bad, 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 bad. Uh, I, I dug the Gallagher promo, like you said. I think he doesn't get a lot of mic time anymore, and if he does, he has to share it, so it's usually very brief. Uh, I thought this was great. I enjoyed his match with Kalisto, too. It's just a shame the crowd didn't. Well, in fairness, there wasn't a whole lot that this crowd cared about on 205 Live, and I think a lot of that might have had to do with the buzz of having just seen AJ win the title on SmackDown. I hope you... I hope you listen to this after you've listened to our SmackDown Live review, available on W2Mnet.com. Cue the Mick Foley thumbs up. Um, air quotes on an audio podcast. Moving on. <laughs> that's, that's one of my go-tos on Wrestling Unwrapped, as you're quite well aware of by this point. Yes. <laughs> uh, is it just me or did the finish come kind of out of nowhere with Salida Del Sol, though? You know, uh... I felt like they wanted this to get some time, just not too much time, because obviously Kalisto is still challenging for the Cruiserweight title come Survivor Series, which, let me tell you how excited I am about that. Um, So you want to make sure he looks strong. I didn't necessarily mind it so much. Looks strong? No, I'm not going to make that joke. (laughs) Nope. Nope, not worth it. You're better than that, Harry. (laughs) You'd think so. I know you're not. Speaking of better things, I guess. Well, definitely Stranger Things, but not Stranger Earth Things. Oh, we could have used some Stranger Earth Things. We go to a tag team match, Playa. I feel like I've heard that somewhere before. As Mark Andrews, Mandrews, teams with Cedric Alexander, so apparently Enzo and Kalisto aren't the only two regular division cruiserweights that got the trip over. Good for them. Take on the team of James uh, James Drake and the Not205 Live Joseph Connors. <laughs> uh, Vic Joseph out at you, pal. You weigh 250. Uh, it's true. <laughs> Wrong show. <laughs> Maybe they didn't want to do math either. Uh, not. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Got me with that one. All right, moving on. The match itself is okay, although. For his first big stage in the WWE on an actual main roster brand show, that shooting star was U-G-L-Y. It had no alibi. He was just a bit off, if I do say so myself. I'm going to go ahead and quote Bob Uecker here. Just a bit outside. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) He got good airtime, though. You can't take that away from him. He got phenomenal airtime, no (laughs) pun intended, the landing left a little bit to be desired as he came down square on the kneecaps of Joseph Connor. Yeah, poor guy. Uh, I wouldn't want to be him tomorrow morning. Yeah, he's going to go to walk tomorrow and realize, oh. nope, can't, can't, can't do that. Nope, nope. Cancel my bookings, my bookings for the weekend, dear. <laughs> uh, it was a tag match. It was there. It won about five minutes. Mandrews, Mandrews got the crowd kind of excited with his wavy wavy thing, which I'm doing right now. But again, audio podcast, mm-hmm. so nobody can see it. But then the crowd went right back to sleep as soon as the match started. It's true. I um I dig Mark Andrews personally. I like his theme. Likewise, I like his band. Uh, Junior's pretty good. Cedric Alexander, I thought was good here too. Connors and Drake still have yet to impress me really since uh, I've seen him in the uh, champion, the UK title tournament earlier this year, and this didn't really do anything to change my perception of them. Um, Jake or Jake, 
Drake kind of impressed me. The first date with the new tongue, ladies and gentlemen. Anywho, Drake kind of impressed me. Uh, Mandrews is somebody who I've been following since his day as as Mandrews in TNA. Mm -hmm. And he's somebody who definitely has something of a cult following behind him. It would be nice to see them actually do more with him on 205 Live. Now that they don't have Babyface Neville to play off of, they could use that almost that high-end European babyface such as Mandrews on 205 Live. Plus, his style fits perfectly for this division. And the fact that he is, as Vic Joseph put it, high fives and stage dives. Mm -hmm. He's the exact kind of guy with the exact kind of repertoire that you're looking for a show like 205 Live. Yeah. I I agree. I think Mark Andrews would fit well here, even though I I wish him better things than 205 Live, but... They, they do need him here, I think. Yeah, well, his name's not Pete Dunn. That's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, he did say he weighed in at 205 last night, so. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. well, he and he is the bruiser weight. Son of a bitch! <laughs> it's okay. Just go tell him to eat a hamburger. He'll be on the main roster. Awesome. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Maybe... May- <laughs> Maybe Regal can take him out for a night of drinking. Maybe the comparisons so. <laughs> are the comparisons are certainly there. All right, and that takes us to our main event of the evening, which is the aforementioned Enzo Amore taking on. Wow, I'm having a night. Okay, anyways, Enzo Amore taking on Tyler Bate. I did not forget his name was Tyler Bate. Do not judge me. <laughs> I, the the silence was me judging you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, thanks for the assist, partner. I'm here for you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, here to bury me. <laughs> I do it to get you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just, I'm looking right at the results, and I had a moment. Sometimes, sometimes my mouth moves faster than my brain does, which has been a problem throughout my life. So I'm just gonna go ahead and eat crow and accept this one and say that our main event is the cruiserweight champion Enzo Amore taking on Tyler Bate. Um. You do commentary for wrestling promotions. Yeah, I didn't say I do good commentary for wrestling <laughs> promotions. <laughs> That's right, I can take a shot at myself, so you can't. All right, anywho. <laughs> to our main event on the evening here. Um, Okay, so, like, I like Tyler. I do. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he is 22 is just disgusting to me, as yeah. I said earlier in the broadcast. I don't know that there's a cruiserweight on the roster that can get a good a good match out of Enzo these days. This was just kind of a their match. Uh, man, if Neville couldn't do it, I, I don't know if there's a soul alive who could. Uh, although AJ just proved a lot of people wrong with gender, so maybe AJ has to do it, but Enzo's going to have to put on some weight. Uh, I, I, I agree with you. I, it looked like Bate had to slow everything down so Enzo could work him. It was... Not very entertaining at all, and the brief highlights of Bate doing what he usually does to get the crowd to pop was really the only landmarks here, like the uh, the springboard uh, clothesline where he bounces off the ropes or anything like that. Not to mention he almost probably lost a leg, too, after Enzo Goof pushing him off the top rope. Yeah, that looked like a torn ACL. Yeah, it did not look comfortable. <laughs> Thankfully, the referee gave the all-clear instead of the dreaded X, but that could not have been fun. Mm-hmm. I Once again, somebody who I don't envy waking up tomorrow morning. <laughs> Fair. Uh, I'd almost say I'd rather deal with Mandrews' shooting star than Enzo pushing me off of a rope. Yeah. Yeah. Because nine times out of ten, Mandrews is going to hit that shooting star clean. Mm-hmm. One time out of ten, Enzo's not going to screw up that pushing spot. <laughs> 
But <laughs> I'm but, laughing because it's true. <laughs> bada boom, really shoot her in the room. I don't think we need to finish that. Anywho, uh, back to the match itself, though. Uh, I get, I understand the reasoning here. Yeah, and I get the fact that they wanted to give Enzo some heat back after he took the loss to Pete Dunne on Raw, having tasted the bitter end. That being said, here, I think it was a mistake in, U- in the UK doing that. Like you could have just, you could just as easily have Enzo whoop some schlub on Raw next week, like destroy some schlub on Raw next week, and have his heat back built up to him going into going into the Survivor Series Cruiserweight title defense against Kalisto. Not that anybody cares about said Survivor Series title defense in the first place, mind you. Mm-hmm. On a loaded card, this match is easily the least interesting thing to me. Absolutely. Hopefully it gets pre-showed. Uh, I, I understand it, and I was expecting this, and I don't know if that makes it any better, but, uh, I mean, obviously, Pete Dunne's toting the hardware, Tyler ain't. That's the difference here. That's what makes this acceptable logical-wise. Now, as far as fans go, and being a fan in the UK or sitting in that crowd, I might have been a bit miffed uh, just because this is somebody who WWE clearly does have a lot of stake in already giving him a previous UK title run and having one of the best matches of the year still uh, with Pete Dunne back. Two of. Oh, two of, yeah, you're right. Two of. The finale of the UK title tournament as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... With uh, with Pete Dunne uh, earlier this year, so just just uh, you you scratch your head and then you take a second and you realize it makes sense, but just because it, it makes happy. just because it makes sense doesn't mean I have to like it. That's true, exactly. That's especially true. since this is a one off for these guys because they're not people we're going to see on television on a regular basis, and especially not for the rest of this year since there's a month and a half left in the year. Maybe after WrestleMania, we might see a couple of these guys moved over to 205 Live on a permanent basis because God knows what they could do with the, for the cruiserweight division here if they had these guys in the States full time. Mm-hmm. That being said, with as a one off here, I would have had no problem with Bate picking up maybe a fluke victory and then Enzo laying him out post match to get his heat back. I think that would have been fine, too, especially since they played off of that on Raw, where they had Pete Dunne sort of win by some sleazy means. But I think it works better for Dunne, who is obviously a proven take-advantage of any tactic. Yeah, a douche. <laughs> where baby believe- is super babyface. So. Yeah, I believe the word you're looking for to describe Dunne is douche, and I mean that in the absolute best way possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got to slap a rating on this bad boy. Um, Yeah. Okay, uh, let's try that. Let's um, play the number game. Um, I kind of want to put hard special at Harry. I just, I just said four, right as you said that. <laughs> we're in complete we're in complete agreement. This does indeed pull the Bret Hart special four out of ten. <laughs> And for those of you wondering where that reference comes from, check out the 50th episode of Wrestling Unwrapped, Survivor Series 1997, available in the archives over at W2Mnet.com, posted by Paul himself, actually. Posted by me, uh, because I do that now most of the time. Uh, As far as this show goes, Enzo's the highlight outside the 205 guys, and that does not make for a fun show. Uh, I think Larry said it best in his review, Harry. It, it, it felt like a chore to watch, and that's not something I really expect when I watch UK guys. Uh, it's actually more to the point of what Larry said at the end of his review. 
if you can't get UK fans to care about UK wrestlers while in the UK. Yeah, they somehow managed to make Tyler Bate and Jack Gallagher uninteresting to the fan bases that have been supporting them since day one. Mm-hmm. I refer to Tony as the down since day one co-host. These are the fans that have been down since day one for these guys. Yeah, no. <clears throat> Fail. Yeah, uh, and there's just not enough good action to make up for that. So that's uh, super depressing. Kalisto and Gallagher is okay. The tag match is... Eh, I mean, the finish is cool, except for the landing. Once again, my apologies to Joseph Connors. And the main event is not not typical 205 Live main event quality. It's true. Although, in fairness, that's been kind of a recurring theme ever since Enzo Amore started being the main event of 205 Live. Shocker. The guy who doesn't know how to wrestle well can't put on a good main event. <laughs> who would have thought Car- of that in a wrestling-heavy division? Character-wise, Enzo is what 205 Live needed. I'm yep. not going to sit here and deny that. But there are better ways to use them than as the champion of the division, taking the main events, and having inferior matches to pretty much everybody else on the cards. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the few people that can actually still tolerate Enzo Amori. My patience is wearing thin. My, uh, my patience have gone, so thank God you're reviewing this show every week and not me. Hmm. Well, you know who else is reviewing the show every week and will hopefully be back next week? Miss Liz. Go ahead. Try to pronounce her last name. I'm not going to because Gary can't do it, and I know I can't do it. Puglisi, I believe, is how it's pronounced. Liz Puglisi will indeed be back next week here for the 205 Live Review. In addition, she will join me for SmackDown as well, and we will have our Survivor Series predictions. You can listen to the Survivor Series predictions for the guys of Wrestling to the Max next week. On, I'm assuming Wrestling to the Max episode 2 next week. Um, it would stand a reason since it since Monday would be too early because you won't know the, the SmackDown fallout. Right, yeah, so we'll do it on the part 2 next Thursday. Right. In addition, you can also listen to Paul on the Monday Night Raw and the NXT reviews. I'm available here on the WTOM Network as well through the kickoff. Available every Wednesday night with myself, Brandon Biscobing, and Stephen Err, as well as Wrestling Unwrapped. A special guest co-host, Jared Hawkins, returns this Sunday night, and we cover No Way Out 2004. I won't repeat the reason why it makes Paul sad. <laughs> There's a lot of them. <laughs> this being chief among them, believe me, I'm a bummed about the reason as well because we almost want with something Randy Savage themed for Randy's birthdays but then again still depressing in the end yes <laughs> god wrestling is depressing at times it, isn't it it really is especially when you start talking about death anniversaries and you realize that you got to see a good portion of his career during your lifetime like an Eddie Guerrero it uh, it just makes it all the sadder you know what else is depressing sitting through tonight's episode of 205 Live zing hmm did you just go Zingbot on me? I, I did Zing you. Oh, we just went straight up Big Brother here. <laughs> Fantastic. I, uh, I appear to impress. So, for my co-host for tonight, the goddamn professional Paul Leeser, I'm Harry Broaders, thanking you for listening to the Wrestling to the Max 205 Live review here on the W2M Network. Hey, I didn't screw that one up. All right. Way to go, buddy. First take. <laughs> Good night, everybody. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts.
plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.